I thought you pressed it already. What? Did you hit that thing already? No. Oh, all right. Yeah, I totally bet my wife that I could wear a thong longer than her. <laughs> How did that work out? Uh, it's indecisive right now. I think I could take it. Oh, though. oh, you did. So, oh, you haven't so done it yet. No, you're wearing one right now. No, no. Oh, I haven't gone to the store. I'd do it. I don't give a fuck. What do you mean? Go Wait, to the store. You that's can't a, borrow that's one? an unfair bet. Of course, your thong will be longer. You go to Dick. It has to be longer. <laughs> well, it's got to have room for the man pouch. I mean, yeah. You know, so a banana hammock. Yeah, like the male version of the ass floss. Yeah, man. Yeah, Bini. banana hammock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, banana hammock. I could I could rock that thing all day long. I don't give so, a shit. So, like, what does this entail? Like, you have to wear the same one? No, the same style. So, I would buy the three pack from fucking Walmart or whatever. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna do it for three days? Is what you're saying? Well, you wash them, obviously. So you're you're gonna go like three weeks. I'm gonna go. It's the last man standing. Is how I posed it. It's like (laughs) whoever can wear them longer until someone goes fuck this. I'm out. Right? It's not gonna be me. I don't back down from a vet. So. Okay, you know how in society things are getting more and more sexual? Like, it used to be a big deal if women wore a skirt that showed an ankle, and now you got, like, you know, like, it's, like, it common. To, it's, it's, like, it's, like, common to see somebody walking around with their ass hanging out or, like, the top of their ass hanging out. Do you think we'll ever get no. to the point where it's, like, actually a thing where guys wear pants for the top of their dick is showing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like called a little San Francisco. Dick, a little, little dick, please, just like a little bit. Did, they had uh, what was that? There, there was like a was it an SNL video where uh, the guys had their balls hanging out of their pants, and and it was like a, you, you it was like a uh, like a spinoff of or, or like a, a guy version of Hey, don't look at my tits. <laughs> and it was like, don't hey, my eyes are up here, ladies. My eyes are up here, but their balls are hanging out of their jeans. <laughs> I would venture to say though, the dick cleave has come out for ages because every time a guy has a boner in high school, he tucks it into his waistband, and at some point, he's going to reach up to the top shelf, and his shirt's too short, and you're just going to see this mushroom head <laughs> yeah. poking out. That's it looks true. like toad sticking out the top of your belt buckle. Yeah, well, looks- my 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 question is, we're essentially at the point in society where like. As long as you cover the nipple, you're fine. Like the boobs can be all the way out. You just got to cover the nipple. Yeah. What is yeah. there going to come a point where a dude can basically wear a sock, have his dick hanging out as long as his tip is covered? <laughs> like, is it is is the tip going to be the nipple of the dick? <laughs> I mean, what, which one of us hasn't worn a sock on it in public? What? I have not. Yeah, like, all of like us. literally, I mean, I like, I mean, like to the bank or going what are you to the bank, about? and you only I mean, have a sock on your dick. No, I heard this from a friend of mine. <laughs> like he he banks with just a sock on. No, just like walking around with it like a protective sleeve, like under his pants. No, and just. Oh. Anyways, welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we do the intro? We're doing it. Go. All right. Yeah, one more. Ah, that's good whiskey. I'm No Name Noah. This is 90s Josh. Elliot voice of the hipster. Truck stop Aaron. How's it doing? Fuck. Tin hat. Timmy. 
I'm calling in from PG for week two, 700 and something kilometers north of you guys. Weather's a balmy negative five degrees. Mm, balmy. Nice. Balmy. Hey, what's that in yeah. Kelvin? What? <laughs> centigrade. Kelvin, centigrade? Are you an astronaut? Is that what Kelvin is? Kelvin is, is the same as centigrade. No, it's no, not. Isn't, 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 isn't Kelvin like what NASA uses to measure temperature because they have to deal with space? Yeah, it goes to, an, it goes to a lower scale. Oh. Well, do you so work is for NASA? Zero the or same are you a zero? No, <laughs> no, absolute zero in, is zero degrees Kelvin. Zero in Kelvin is where molecules. It's so cold that molecules. Absolute don't zero. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, literally, life stops happening because the molecules can't rotate around a nucleus, so hmm. nothing can exist. Also known as the political which, process. Which is interesting to think about, like. I mean, that's just a theory that there's an absolute zero because space isn't even absolute. Yeah, zero. because where does that temperature exist in the universe? In a black what's hole. Cold, what's colder than space? Mm. Mm. The, you know what's colder than space? This frosty, ice cold beer that I'm holding right that now. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, so I got buddy, my buddy, buddy, I got I got to tell you something. Yeah. The beer is ready. We're at Aaron's. Oh, the oh, Aaron's beer is ready. The beer is Holy ready, shit. and we have been sucking back some of this delicious hoppy Coors Light. Oh, oh. fuck off! Are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a little different this year. But you know what? It's still good. It's still it, it's fresh and crisp like a Coors Light. It has a little bit of extra hops, not too much, not hipstery, but oh man, is it delicious! It's definitely okay. darker this year. So, Aaron, I'm not going to get into what's happening on Sunday at all. But what I am going to say is you need to bring a bunch of that beer. Yeah. I got like uh, it's in a the one liter jugs. I can fill one liter jugs. Yeah, yeah like known as growlers. I got growlers I can fill. Yeah, fill up a bunch of them. We're going to need them. Um, Are we going full Top Gun throttle on Sunday? Can I just bring the keg? No. Okay. No. No, that's not. No. Gonna, that's not going to work. That's Wait. not going to work. Just, just bring a bunch of one liters. Wait. Oh, um, we yeah. are going yes. full throttle I, on Sunday. I, I am going full, full Maverick. Oh. Full Maverick. You will be inverted. And so, and uh, Elliot and Aaron, so are you. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, so get, get, get your get your ad last on the nightstand for when you get home. <laughs> So me and Elliot, we're gonna play rock paper scissors for playing Maverick to you, or what? Or I mean, goose goose to you. Yeah, when are you guys just gonna be dead to me by the end of the night? <laughs> who's Cougar? Who's gonna be Cougar? Because that guy gets fucked. Who's who's uh, who's um, Val Kilmer's wingman? Stri- uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Queefy Pete, Iceman, and Slider. Slider, yeah. It's like, hey, Slider, you, you stink. stink. <laughs> it's like that is the worst line ever but like when when we first saw that movie it was like oh what a burn i had that you same know that i probably too. i probably watched the uh the, the trailer for top gun 2 probably like 40 times <laughs> yeah and every time i watched it i'm like yeah 
Yes, give me more of this. Give me more. Of I really this. hope that comes out at my birthday because that's what I want to do for my birthday. I want us to all go watch that twice. Why? Because one is not going to be enough, obviously. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back to back with drinks in between. That's what I want. Why not drinks all of while, the time while while yeah. we're doing it? Yeah, I yeah, can, VIP. You, you just go VIP, and then you just get. You've been watching movies wrong. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I'm usually with my wife and kids. Mm. Doesn't go over well when you turn into a 15 beer mess. No, but uh, now you can actually drink beers in all of the theaters. Really? Yeah. No. Are you serious? So yep. they've legalized smuggling it in? Because I've no, been doing that for you years. You can buy beer at just the normal one. Well, you, not not even, you don't have to wait for the VIP? <laughs> no. VIP is still better because you can get pints, not cans. But last time I was at the theater... You could just order beer now. No, not in Chilliwack, you can't. Well, and VIP is better because you don't have teenagers gaggling yeah. in the background and guys freaking rattling potato chip bags around. Like, it's just, yeah, it's nicer. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're going to a movie, you want to enjoy that movie without shit bags like yelling us. at you. That's true. Or any of the shit bags we're going to discuss today because it's the fucking villains episode part. Part do. I want to. I want to oh, be yeah. the shitbag in the theater. <laughs> hey, before we get there, would you guys wear a song for as long as you can to win a contest? No, I would oh, to win a contest. Yeah, depends, I do that. Depends on what the what the prize yeah. is. So, so I yeah. would. What's the contest? I. This is my contest that I would wear one in. <laughs> if if the prize is me banging my wife five minutes later, and it's just <laughs> me and her in the room. I'll put one on and and I'll win that contest. Do you need and... to go to counseling? Like, is this what you're doing to finally feel something? No, no, that's the only way I'm wearing likes, one of those. He likes that little string touching the end. You don't need to get shot at to get oh. an erection. No, so what no. you're saying is you would only wear it as a precursor to sex. Yeah, yeah. You oh, wouldn't okay. go for like a month wearing them no. just to win a contest. Nope. See when you like said, when you, you say keep... wear this the longest, is yeah. it straight up like unwashed? Like you cannot no, take no. this thing off. It's wearing this style, don't not be the a, same. Don't pair. be a wuss. Sounds like you need to revise. What are you too proud to not to go without washing? No, I went commando yeah, I for three years I straight. I don't see. I don't see how anyone's going to lose in this scenario. Like the only, the only you can just wear that forever. The only problem, like you're, you're going to get leg chafage. That's that's your problem. Yeah. Just get some gold bond. It'll be fine. I mean, I'm used to it. I got scar tissue, so. Well, it's unfortunate <laughs> yeah, I, I, that. Like, like, if you can change them and wash them, like, I don't see. Like, you're basically just committing to now you wear a thong. And- yeah, that's it, basically. <laughs> it's, a st- it's a style commitment. It's not the exact same pair for a month. Like, straight. you're not going to. How, how is someone going to lose this if you can take it off and wash it? The, the contest has to be like. Who cannot give up? Like who's gonna who's who's the Iron Man of wearing the same thong for the longest amount of time? Yeah, like, do accepted. women not like wearing thongs, or do they just like, oh, it's comfortable? I don't care. I, I can't imagine that having something riding up your ass like twenty four hours a day is comfortable. So women don't just, they only wear it for fashion. I think so. Hmm. It's just a tiny. No, I don't think so. I think I think it's common. Like everyone wears. I think. It, I think it's just like it's a string, like it's a tiny little stretchy string. Oh, women aren't wearing them to work under their work suit, unless their work suit is skin tight. For sure they are. For sure they are. Hundred percent guaranteed. Well, huh. you know what? I know your mom doesn't wear them. 
I'm actually gonna I'm gonna make a hot take here. I actually, Silence from Noah. <laughs> I actually don't. I don't like. I don't like thongs. No, like no. you don't like wearing On men them? or women. No, I don't like seeing them. You don't like seeing them? Why? Yes. I don't know. It's just like looks not great. It looks not great. Yeah. I mean, like I think the we could all agree. Tail or what do you? What do you not like? Well, like, that's not great. I don't know. Tail? Like it's like it looks uncomfortable. It doesn't like. It doesn't do anything for the for the. <laughs> for the what? There's no lift. For the, There's for no, the what? You know, for the ass. There's no oh, lift of the exactly. cheeks and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not a thong guy. There you go. I think mm. we can all agree mm. we like them better when they're not on. So, so I mean, now we've discussed what the most uncomfortable underwear is. We could say is. it's the most villainous un- underwear. Maybe we should talk about what the most comfortable underwear is, oh. which is Devin and Lang. And you should go to devinandlang.com right now. Get yourself the most comfortable pair of underwear you can possibly buy. Get yourself a mask as well. With seven layers to protect you from the fucking cove. Like seven layer dip? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're wearing seven, la- seven layer dip on your face. Yes, like that. Like that. And if you want to try any of this, you can go to devinandlang.com. Go to checkout, type in the code BCMR Blue Color Movie Reviews, and you can get yourself 20% off at checkout. And you can think about us. Well, you're so comfortable. And while doing so, you support the boys, support the pod, support the goods. There we go. There we go. All right. Uh, what are we What are we jumping into here? Well, we're talking about uh, shit heels. Just, you know, real pieces of shit. In movies. In movies, media, m- mixed oh. transmedial forms. Can, can I say a couple? Sure. Yeah, okay. That's, these that's what these are doing. like these are these are more introspective, but they're they're good. They're like, they're villains what? villains that you hate. Yes, they're they're common in a lot of movies. Okay, and I'll elaborate after I say them. All right, water and space. So in every submarine or space movie, water and space are a major villain. Like they'll fucking kill you. And you're always fighting against them. So the forces of nature are villains. The forces of nature, especially when you're outside your environment. Or in the environment. <laughs> yeah, but you're but you're outside you're outside of a you're outside of a human environment, you fucking idiot. So now he's outside of his body. So like if I'm on on the ocean I'm in the environment of the ocean and the waves yeah. are going to kill me. So if you're on a boat, on you're a not on the boat. land. The land is your environment. That's where you're supposed to be. Yeah, but, yeah. What, but, yeah, but what if it's water world? Then then it is the environment. But, but then well, if the you're fucking, Kevin, like, but if, if you're Kevin Costner, that's if it's Aquaman. But if you're anyone else, water is a problem. Well, what about uh, Jason Momoa in Aquaman? Yeah, you can also be Aquamans, and then the water is not a problem. Well, what what about... Did you say Aquamans? Is that like Aqua Velva? Aquamans. Is your first time on the podcast? How do you you say Aquaman? Yeah. Yeah, Aquaman. Yeah, it's it's Aquaman. Aquaman. That's what I said. Aquaman? That's what I said. Yeah, Aquaman. It's just like like Supermans. Supermans. Or or Batmans. Or Batmans. 
Wouldn't it be Spider- Super Eye? Super or Flash? What's the or what? Flash Gordon. <laughs> this is like Flash that man. <laughs> this is like that argument of what's Spider-Man. the plural of deer? Yeah, it's deer. Yeah, it's deers. No, it's actually hey, speak- it's not. It's not. But you know, whatever. Speaking of uh, Flashman, uh, Josh and I played Mega Man Twos. Mega Man for Mega Man. This is the best one for. I don't know. Well, we killed all the normal bosses. Yeah, we're and now just, we're on the Doctor Wily. Yeah, Dr. we're just so you have to face Dr. them all Wiley. again, pretty much. Is that what we? Yeah. Did? So we got we got all the things, like all the all the weapons. Mega Man Two is, is really fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's really hard. Parts of it are hard. Uh, yeah. Some I once you get the level order down, I would say that the levels are harder than the bosses. Yep, agreed, for sure. Yeah, like what was what was that one level with the fucking laser beams? Was that Flashman's? Oh, that was like the yeah, that was the Flashman's. Yeah, that one was tough. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what are we doing? Like, uh, movie D bags, shit bags, shit bags, dirt, dirt bags. Yeah. Um, what is what D stands for? These are not necessarily the main villain, but people we hate in the movie, right? Yes. Yes, that's right. It can be the main villain. Can be. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know I wrote down a few there. Uh, what do we? Well, you talked about it last time. Why don't you tell us all about Biff? Yeah. <laughs> Biff, Biff Tannen. Oh, yeah. Well, Biff, you nobody likes him at the beginning of the movie. Now we're talking about uh, uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Biff Tannen. Yeah. Like, he's like the the guy that he's making Marty's dad write him a, do his homework. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie, he's yeah, doing right. That. Yep. He's the stepdad. Yeah. You, you guys are keep, all looking at me. Yeah, like, just keep going. No, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. I w- I've never seen Back to the Future before. Have you guys ever noticed how he gives the worst movie description sometimes? But then we play a game where he describes a movie, and we all get it. Yes, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. called a pit stop yeah. with truck stop. I know. It's that's that's why we do the game. Yeah. So. The, so game, you, the game was invented because his descriptions are so hilarious. You know that <laughs> game um, where you you de- try to describe a word but without saying the word? Yeah, it's like taboo. Yeah. So we played that game a bunch of times with my family, and me and my dad, we my dad. <laughs> we did you did to, you think what? Sorry, did you think about the fact that you just tabooed taboo? <laughs> like you described. <laughs> Taboo without saying the word taboo. Yeah. No, I didn't think about that. That didn't clue into me. But I would say something dumb, like what how I describe movies, and my dad would just be like, Yeah, it's this. Just like and my, oh, my, my and my sisters would be like, That doesn't make any sense. And it's like, it doesn't have to. It's just <laughs> it just related ah, to it. Just related to you guys it. Are and- simpatico. <laughs> so Papa Glenn is on the same wavelength as Sunny Glenn, but he has the other side of things where he can describe things like a normal person. Mm. On top of that, so okay. nice. there was so- these two two Dutch guys on my on my hockey team, Diener and his brother, and Diener. they're just like Dutch <laughs> Dutch farm boys, and they we would play we played taboo. And I played it with this. I was on this team with this guy who's like a really smart guy, um, and 
he was getting fucking infuriated because the brothers would be like, you know, it's that guy and he does, the, he moves the stick with the thing and he'd be like, oh, Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> like every time he was getting it and the guy was like, you didn't even fucking describe anything. So I've never Anyways. seen Back to the Future. Tell me all about Biff Tannen. So Biff Tannen is the guy that Marty... No! Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, in one of the alternate pasts, in the past, when they go back to the future, but they go to the past. No, they go to the past, not back to the future. They go to, they the, go past. to the past. They how go far, to the past. How far to the past? When his dad and mom meet. Okay. And Biff um, is a bully making uh, Marty's dad write all his homework and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then he switches it around and then makes Biff like their their guy that washes the car. Okay. In the in his real yeah. timeline. So that's the first one. What happens in the second one with Biff? Uh <laughs> Biff takes Biff takes over, remember? Biff Biff gets the, in the Biff future. Gets the book. The, the, hey, this this is for Aaron to answer. You will, <laughs> yeah, you will get your turn. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you, by the way. This is really great. Okay, yeah. Well, so he gets the sports book, and he starts betting, and he makes a ton of money. Okay. And then Marty has to go to the future to save his kids' future, because his kids are a bunch of shitheads. Now he's fucking... Yeah. Now you're he's on a fucking it. roll. Yeah. 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 All right, third one. I don't, is Biff in the third one? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. even remember him in the third one. I don't it's remember not, him in the third one. Mad Dog. Mad Dog Tanner. Grandpa. I hate that name. Yeah. It's the cowboy one. Yeah. Where yeah, they yeah, go yeah, back yeah, in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one went a bit off the rails. I always the... fall asleep in the third one, so. Oh, I like the like third you go, one. Because I. The third usually, one has ZZ Top in it, man. Yeah. Usually watch them all, like, in a row. Yeah. And then you. Normally by then, I'm like, I'm dazing. You know. Do you know there's a Back to the Future reference in A Million Ways to Die in the West? Really? He runs. He yeah. He runs into this barn to hide, and and the doc there with the time machine, and the doc <laughs> quickly pulls the car cover over the time machine. <laughs> that movie's actually pretty funny. Hmm. Uh, with Seth MacFarlane and Charlize Theron, old Dewey himself. Theron. All right, Biff Tannen. Thanks, uh, Aaron. You nailed it. Cheers. First one was a little little hazy. Second one, you fucking nailed it. Really loved that. All right, so I, you talked about that the jo- the Joker is one of the best villains of all time. Last episode, I did. You said Heath Ledger was your one of your favorite villains. Dark Knight. Yes, Dark Knight. Yeah, Heath Ledger. So, what if I was to describe to you? There's this other Joker in which he has tattoos like fragile tattooed across his head. Jared Fucko? Or ha 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 across his chest. I think if they had put that Harley Quinn with Heath Ledger, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I actually... That would be Except interesting. They'd probably, bo- they'd probably both be dead. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> the, the thing about that Joker, I read a lot of articles on that because the Joker's on, the one character... On like, which, which one? On Heath Ledger's. Okay, yeah, yeah. He so like I guess he was like a method actor where he yes. like immerses himself. Yeah. Yeah. And Arkham Asylum hands down is probably one of the most notable comic book series in history and it's so so dark. Like they had to like not let kids read it for a while. It was so dark. 
And that is what Heath Ledger read to get the Joker character. In, and like, okay, I'm going to be this guy. And Arkham Asylum is all about where he is super mad and crazy. Like, full on, like, this is who the Joker is at his core. And so, like, when you see him in The Dark Knight, that's him literally acting out what he... And there's a lot of people, and I would say it's almost a conspiracy theory, that the... uh, Unfortunately, you know, Heath Ledger committed suicide. But there's a lot of people that think it's due to him playing that role. Hmm. Because he got so dark and so into that Joker motif that he just couldn't escape it. Yeah, and so, drugs. Lots of drugs. Yeah. Well, basically, he locked himself in a hotel room. This is... You can look this up. He locked himself in a hotel room for, like, I don't know, a month before starting filming and just watch videos of, of people dying until he could laugh at it. Yeah. You're like, that's a good way to fuck yourself up. Well, and he hung out with Mary-Kate and Ashley Oslin a lot, so that's definitely going <laughs> to fuck anyone up. <laughs> That'll do it as well. Uh, on a completely different note. Uh, I mean, think about it. Hold on. You got a hot take that you don't have Bob Saget as your dad for over a decade and not be fucked up. Think about it. The two <laughs> twins ended up as oh. coke addicted, like camera whores. The Stephanie Tanner became a meth addict in real life. Legitimately. Yeah. She, yeah, she they was got, a they meth got addict. Up. Yeah, yeah, they all they got messed up. Except for Candace Cameron. Yeah. Who I think it's because who just of wasn't Kirk that Cameron. good at acting. Well, I think it's because of her brother, Kirk Cameron, but like the fucking gospel guy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Learn something go. new every day. I mean, everybody thinks Bob Saget's like this nice TV dad. He's got a foul mouth. Have oh, you ever yeah. seen his stand up? His stand up oh, yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Well, you know who doesn't do uh, stand up? Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Number one transition. <laughs> Shooter McGavin, I fucking love, but also, like, if you were to meet that character in real life, you'd be like, can you just fuck off? Like, I, I want him to give me the trigger fingers, though. Like, yeah. yeah. Shooter. Shooter. Yeah. He did a couple other movies where he paid, like, a you know, like a, a bad guy kind of like that. Not malicious, just like, I need to win. I'll do whatever it takes, right? Yeah, yeah. He always he kind of got stuck in that role of just being a bit of a d bag, you like know, the like, richy rich bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I like I like that. I like that he's he he made our list for uh, for movie you know movie shit shit bags, yeah. shit bags um, because he definitely is one. Um, the fact that he's just all about uh, just getting rid of uh, happy happy. I was about to say Billy, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, what else did we have on here? Uh, we had uh, Joffrey. Joffrey Baratheon. I okay. So that guy uh, quit acting because people kept harassing him on the streets and like telling him to go fuck himself. Like people hated him in real life, and that that actually makes me sad because. He nailed that. Like his job as an actor is to portray the role, and he nailed it. Like it, he did the perfect job. You hated him. You wanted him to die, and he could, he couldn't die soon enough. And it just makes me sad to think that that actual human being—I don't know his name—but got you know heckled that much 
you know, over that role when it's like, fuck off, man. It's just an acting role. And it's the same, um, uh, I can't remember his name, but one of you guys remember it. The guy who plays Negan from Walking Dead. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan apparently gets heckled all the time. Now, he's older and has a probably a stronger constitution, and it's just like, whatever. You know, like, he, like he's done interviews where he's talked about that, and he's like, they're like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I just tell him it's just a character. Like, don't fucking worry about it. I'm, I'm not Negan. I'm, I'm Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It's yeah. crazy how sheltered some people are, though. I was watching somebody get interviewed on the Graham Norton show, and I think it was Loki. But like people were coming up to him, and they're like, "I hate you, Loki," and he's like, "You, you know, that's a character that I play, right?" He's like, like "I'm not actually a, a <laughs> the god. I'm not an actual Norwegian. I'm not actually it, it, It's funny because I'm, I'm just a British guy. <laughs> yeah, and he like tells him that, and they're like, "Yeah, well, you shouldn't have done that to to Odin or whatever." And he's just like, "Uh, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> like these people are so dumb that." They like literally like that's Loki. That is that is the god of mischief. Yeah. I need to go say something to him. Yeah. And then they vote. And then they vote. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. But you know what? And uh, I'm I, I I'm sure you've said it already or said it before on the pod, Noah. But like if someone makes you hate yeah. a character yeah. that much, they are a great actor or actress. Oh, yeah, totally. I re- I remember uh, being I don't know probably like nineteen or twenty, and watching Gladiator in the movie and walking out. And my one buddy was like super into film, and I was like, I hate I hate that actor at, you know, that played that you know we came, it was we came Phoenix. I, I hate him. I hate that actor. That and he goes why? And I said why? Well, I hate that character. And he goes, no, you should love that actor then because he made you feel an emotion. And that was his job. Like he, he did a good job at his job. Yeah. And, and that was really a turning point for me. Just realizing like, yeah, like it's not easy to be a good villain. You know, like there's a lot of movies with villains you don't give a shit about. And the ones you do, like those guys gave it their all. They did their job. That was their job. You know, um, I can't remember his name. He, he's actually, I think, a comedian. But the guy who plays the Nazi in um, what's that Tarantino movie with Brad Glorious Bastards? Oh, you're talking yeah, about the Christoph, Christoph Waltz. Waltz. He's Austrian. Yeah, Hans Landa. Right, like he plays the villain. The Jew Hunter. Fucking, yeah. You fucking hate him, right? Yeah, like you just yeah, right yeah. from the right from the get go, you're like, yeah. fuck this guy. Well, that like. He played a villain. He took a he took a shit part, right? Yeah. Like he he's not getting the claps at the Oscars. No, you hate well, that guy. And, and he that, did and win that's an like, Oscar for that movie, but oh, he did. Yeah, okay, I'm pretty sure go. he won a Best Supporting Actor for that that role. I mean, you're not. I guess. I guess my bottom line is that guy is signing up for the role that he's not getting cheered for. Like he's not the hand Solo. He's yeah. not. You know. Like he's not—he's not the guy you love. He's a shitbag that you fucking hate and want to die. And the, and and without that guy, like we don't—we don't get our Jon Snow or we don't get our, uh, you know, our Han Solo or our Luke Skywalker or our—I don't know, whoever, whoever, right? Whoever's a great, like, yeah. 
we don't we don't get Chris Hemsworth's Thor without um, what's his face Loki. is Loki Tom Hiddleston yeah. Tom Hiddleston is Loki yeah you know so, like, a- we got it sorry go ahead sorry go ahead no you sorry go ahead <laughs> well yeah I, I was just finishing my thought like I, I I guess my I guess my my point is we should respect these people because we don't get the hero without the villain yeah. You know who was a deep, a big d bag in Glorious Bastards was that young German soldier that became the the, the movie actor. star. Yeah, yeah, that guy was just a straight through d bag. Hmm. I can't remember that. Yep, he gets shot. <clears throat> yep, a Nazi got shot. I know a lot shot of them her. did. Yeah. Uh, next, next on the list, we got uh, Denethor. Yes. Stuart of Gondor. Ultimate piece of shit. Yes. So uh, one of the most uncomfortable scenes in all of cinema that's ever happened is Denethor eating tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and like that put- is that is this okay, can I can I throw another one in there? Yeah. Sure. When when they pour the coffee in Saving Private Ryan after D Day. What? Okay, uh, okay. Run, run us through this because I'm not remembering that. So, so like they, they've they've taken the beach, they've shot all the Nazis, yeah, and they're standing there, and Tom Hanks is getting his new orders, and the camera's focused in on this guy pouring this thick coffee that looks like motor oil, and it, it just somehow you're like, in all scenarios, I love thick motor oil coffee. Like there's no scenario in life, especially when I'm camping. I want the thickest, raunchiest, strongest coffee possible because I know it's been a rough day or a rough night the night before. <laughs> and and it just somehow in this scenario, it's like it's just sickening. You're like, oh, how could you eat at a time like this? And but the Denethor with the tomatoes yeah. is like, yeah, like it's disturbing. Like yeah. those tomatoes are popping in his mouth while <laughs> while he's yeah. giving commands to a hobbit. Yeah. While the whole world is falling apart yeah. right in front of him and he doesn't want to acknowledge And they're it. fucking cherry tomatoes. Pop those whole things in your mouth and close your lips, yeah. you bitch. Yeah. Every time I saw that scene though, I kept thinking of fringe. Like I couldn't take that scene seriously because I was so into fringe at the time. Mm. Oh, like, see, I watched Fringe after that. Oh, okay. And I, and then I really, really got to really like that actor. Yeah. Um, he was good in Sleepy Hollow too. He was. He's well, also, he, he's he also Billy a, Butcher's dad in uh, The Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's a and he, and he's fucking rugged in that too. Yeah, he's a great great actor, right? It takes yeah, it it takes a fucking serious actor to get you that riled up. Like yeah, to to be like, here's your scene. You have to eat tomatoes shittily. <laughs> you have to eat tomatoes in a way that makes the whole world fucking hate you, right? Like, how do you pull that off? How do you eat tomatoes angrily and or not even angrily? Like, it's ca- it's casual, right? Like, yeah. these. What if he was just really problem- bad at eating tomatoes, and then the director's like, "Fuck it, we've done this like nine times. Just run it. It's fine." When he's such like, well, a- you just you just get so mad because he's like casually and poorly eating these tomatoes well his and, son is like just well yeah his dying. kid is still alive yeah. well he's still alive at that time no but like that's well, when he sends him out onto the battlefield like six of them versus like the entire army yeah none of the rest of them come back Faramir gets dragged by his horse back to the castle he's like 
eating, and this whole time he's eating tomatoes while a hobbit's singing a song. You're like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Other uncomfortable eating scene is in Fury when John yes. Bernthal lick, licks the egg. Yeah. Never lick an egg. When Michael Pena and John Bernthal and Sheila Booth come in and there and Brad Pitt and uh Brad Pitt. The guy, the guy who will eventually <laughs> play Cyclops in the new X Men movies. Oh no no no, that's not that's not the guy. Never mind, it's a different guy. I can't uh, I can't remember what else he's in. Anyways, and and they start like get fucking riled up and angry and emotional, and he's licking the egg, and you're just so disturbed. You you feel like you want to walk out of the theater or is walk that, out is of that your own Fury theater. Road. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that is not. I'm Mad thinking Max about Fury, when they were Fury drinking Road. the milk in Fury Road. Oh, that is an uncomfortable scene for sure. Okay, Good speaking call. speaking of milk and uncomfortable scenes, <laughs> Luke Skywalker oh. drinking the, oh, milk. Oh, yeah. the, the angry, angrily, angrily drinking, drinking the alien beard. milk. I thought yeah. you were going to talk about boys. The boys. What are those aliens? The boys were. Captain oh, yeah. America, shitty Captain oh, America drinks the breast Homelander. milk. Yes, Homelander is <laughs> drinking the breast milk. That is very disturbing. I think the Luke Skywalker one is more because the look, he's like looking at her. He's just like, he squirts it out of the alien and then just looks at her as he drinks this milk and it's like go and it's like going down, it. and it's like going down his it's chin down his you're beard. like, ah! Anytime any liquid goes down beards it's usually in movies it's usually like, oh, mm, I don't know about that. So this this uh, Star Wars and uh, being angry at the character, this segues nicely into Jar Jar Binks. Yes. So hey, I, hey, sorry, can I go yes, back before we go do Jar Jar? Because yes. Jar Jar's Jar Jar's easy picking. So that's low fruit. I want to talk about how the shit deal of Star Wars is that entire fucking movie, not not the prequels. The worst Star Wars movie isn't any of the prequels. The worst the Star Wars Jedi. movie is The Last Jedi. Yeah. And I can't, like, I understand. I've, I've tried to figure out why it got such a strong critical review. And it's because critics felt like it tied together. Like it was, you know, like the actual. We find out from the prequels that the, the Jedi are essentially a bunch of shitbags and it's their fault this all happened. Um, through like incompetence and complacency. However, like I get that it ties it together, but it is such a fucking train wreck of a movie with with no points, like no goals, nothing. Like it, it just literally shows us all of our heroes dying in front of us, or not dying, but like falling apart. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's it has to be the worst Star Wars movie ever made. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And I, I honestly wasn't a big fan of the last one either. Um, no, but the but you have J.J. Abrams essentially yeah. like trying to revive what what is like a sci-fi space cowboy action franchise mm-hmm. from R- Ryan Johnson, who fucked it up. You know, like it's 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 like essentially like it's it's trying to give like one more. Um, you know, like one more, you know, plastic surgery to share space. Like, how far yeah. can you go? You know, like it's just trying to fix something that's already fucked up. 
I think it had so to be I, a, I, it had to be a top down thing. Like I just like Ryan Johnson is phenomenal. Like I just don't understand the how like where the fuck did this movie come from? Like he like two of my uh, two of the last movies that I saw from him I like fucking loved. Like Looper and uh and Knives Out were both phenomenal movies. I lost so much respect for him in that. I don't think it was top down. Disney didn't have a plan. I mean I could be wrong. Yeah. I I, I, I honestly think he tried to he tried to take it in a direction that was more than the plat like the the platform that is Star Wars isn't meant to be a statement maker. It's meant to be it's meant to be fun. It's like it's not turkey dinner, it's chocolate bars. Like it, it's you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. trying to I felt like he tried to take it in a direction that was really more than it was. And the the other movie that you can compare that to in that sense is Rogue One where Rogue One has like a comprehensive plot, comprehensive character development. It's enjoyable as fuck and it ties in and it, it has strong female lead. Like there's, but at the end of the day, it's fun. And that's what star Wars is. Like star Wars is supposed to be getting on a roller coaster, not going to, you know, fucking left wing church where they tell you all the things that are wrong with the world and preach reach at you for three hours you know hot take on that can i give you a hot take on that my favorite line comes from the prequel movies and it's when padme is standing in the senate after they've taken palpatine and given him like executive powers over the senate and she goes oh this is the sound of how freedom dies to the roar of thunderous applause mm-hmm. and like you're exactly right like they Star Wars has gone all over the map with how they've like tried to indoctrinate the public with political values. So like the empire was bad. You got to be a rebel. And then, Oh, democracy is dying. You know, like it's, it it seems like whoever was in charge at the time, they're like, we're going to talk about this. So, so that was a long rewind from Noah. No, how, how have we never talked about that? Padme is, was just straight up grooming Anakin and then probably molested him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. No one, ever, no one ever talked about that. And I think it's because <laughs> she's a woman and he's a man. So, so like, in today's dynamics, that doesn't get talked about a lot. But, she's yeah, like, like she, she's, she's, like, like in her 20s and he's, like... Exactly. He looks, like, fucking, like, 11 in the first movie and she's, like, 18. So... If once he turns eighteen, no, she's eighteen. He's eleven. No, she waited. That's inferred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone would have sued Disney by now. Honestly, the like, second movie, she's like, "Oh my, Annie, how you've grown! <laughs> Look at that cock imprint in your gray sweatpants." <laughs> like, <laughs> let me just spritz a little water on there. I mean. Um, <laughs> I mean, Hayden Christensen. Horrible choice. What a, what Not a representing deal. BC well at all with that. Is he from BC? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, yeah. they, they, never, they never should have stuck with calling him Annie. They should have just let his mom call him Annie and everyone else called him Annie. Oh, and Annie. It just made him look like such a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also the most awkward and unbelievable 
love story of all time in the second movie. <laughs> it's the worst, man. So basically, like, I don't know what who's picking the wardrobes here, but like, he was born in Vancouver. For there fuck's you go. Sakes. Natalie Portman's wearing like BDSM outfit, like sitting in front of the fire. Just the I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she thought was going to unfold there with yeah. that outfit. Other She's than like, one, how outcome. could you? Oh no! <laughs> I just don't understand. She was a queen, and she was in the Senate, and she couldn't pull any tail. Like one of my favorite movie moments actually happens during that uh, love scenes, though, is when they're like on the, they're like sitting, standing by the water, and she's wearing like literally no back on the dress, and he like touches her back with the robot hand. Yeah, with the robot hand for sure, and. uh and then this is the cheesiest shit. This is shows, engage. This shows how just the cheese, the shit cheese, the bad tasting cheese. He like goes to kiss her, and then the mu- the music stops. Dun, 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 dun. And it's just like bit, and he's just like, oh. <laughs> it's, the, it's the most odd, like who wrote this shit? Fuck George. <laughs> so apparently. In the first three movies, George had a lot of pressure. Like, like Fox had people mm, there yes. and like kind of pushing him and being like, "Hey, you got to do this. You got to edit it that way." And then in the prequels, it was all him. It was his money, his vision, and the guy. Like he didn't have anyone challenging him. Apparently, the, there was a guy there that was like his yes man. So like anything he wanted, he got, and. It almost goes to show you how important it is that there's different voices in something. Like, you can be a creative genius. It's very hard to argue that George Lucas is not a creative genius. In fact, I don't think you can argue that. I think, you know, like, this guy started Skywalker Sound, ILM, um, you know, like... Changed the movie industry, essentially. Yeah, changed the movie industry completely. Like, like you can't argue... You can't, give a comprehensive argument that George Lucas is not a genius. But what you can argue is when he's all by himself, he he's a, he's a fucking child at heart, right? Like at the end of the day, he wants to tell kids stories, but he created a narrative that was way bigger than him that he wasn't able to control. And so it was when it was all under his control, he just couldn't do it. And some, some uh, directors are better at at that than others. I mean, I think George Lucas thrived when he was put under pressure. I think people like maybe Fincher or Wes Anderson or they need control and then good shit happens. Like I think there's directors that thrive under both situations. Um I mean the the defense of Lucas would be who has ever created anything that big? No one. Like Fincher is nothing that big, not even in the fucking ballpark. You know, um, you can Steven, possibly say Spielberg has, but Spielberg does, but he didn't have full control, right? Like yeah. he wasn't the the writer, the director, the producer. Like I mean, he, you know what I mean? I mean, like it's it is what you make of it. I mean, like nobody's created anything that big, but also like. Except L. Ron Hubbard. They Except both like, wrote science fiction, but L. Ron probably made out a little bit better. I don't know. I guess, I guess <laughs> at the end of the day, I, I am somewhat happy to be able to actually put up a defense of the prequels and say, 
somehow Ryan Johnson did a worse, or Rian, or however you say his name, did a worse it's job yeah. than, than George Lucas in the prequels. Like, I would rather, if I was stuck on a desert island and someone said, you can only have uh, the Phantom Menace, or you can only have, what's it called, The Last Jedi or yeah. something yeah. like that, I would choose the Phantom Menace, hands down, because the Darth Maul fight, and because um, Ewan McGregor is really good as Obi-Wan. Um, you know, like, you got Liam Neeson, it's like, there's actually some meat there versus <laughs> the, you know, The Last Jedi is just a fucking tragic mess. Yeah. Like, it, like he somehow, Ryan Johnson figured out how to make the Phantom Menace not the worst Star Wars movie. Well, it's not the worst Star Wars movie anyways. That's, that would be the Star Wars would, Christmas special? No, That's the worst. Attack of the Clones was the worst one before Last Jedi came out. I don't think that I don't think Attack of the Clones is that bad. It has General Grievous, who's a really cool character. Um like I, I, I thought what? General Grievous was was a really oh, interesting and I come back and you guys are just sitting here in the dark being quiet. <laughs> no, we're, we're listening talking. to Noah. Put your fucking headsets in. What <laughs> <laughs> an animal, hey? <laughs> Speaking of villains, you agree with? Oh man! So we got what a, what a fucking villain. We, we got we got two more on this list here. Yeah. Uh, and I, oh, you still going there? You still going there? Okay, sorry, Star sorry, Wars sorry. Last, last last one. Count Dooku is is. Kind of like if if uh, what's his name Grand Moth Harkin or whatever his name yeah. is, yeah. If he was a, if he was a Sith, like Dooku's kind of a cool character. Okay, yeah. Like I, I I don't I don't I don't think Attack of the Clones is the worst movie. Is it's, what I'm it, saying. I think. Yeah. I think I think unequivocally, it was in in my opinion. Uh, Phantom Menace was was the worst, and then after that is like is or sorry, but but beating that, trumping that by a fucking country mile is Ryan Johnson with the Last Jedi. Yeah, not a great film. There we go. You know, ultimate shitbag of a film. All right, we're moving on. Uh, we've got uh, Jenny from Forrest Gump. <laughs> Ultimate shitbag, Jenny. Ultimate shitbag. Just stringing him along, getting AIDS. What a shitbag. Who gets AIDS? <laughs> Who gets AIDS? <laughs> My gosh. Holy oh, shit. shit. That woman. See you later, Forrest. I'll come back when you're a shrimp billionaire and I have AIDS and a son. Yeah. Not yeah. just a shit. Like when you, when you own Apple stock, you're a shrimp billionaire and you've yeah. like. You know, like think like you fought in the Vietnam War, have a presidential citation. Yeah. Like like he, the guy the guy is literally like the greatest man alive in America that no one's heard of at that point in time. And then she'll show back up again. Like yeah, and, like, and he did it all for and her. He, and 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 does and does he ever fuck her again, or is it only the one? And is it only for it's only one second? Did he get it's AIDS? Only they never clarify that. Did he get AIDS? No, that was before she had AIDS. No, <laughs> no, that was before. was it? Yeah, well, and, they and, have... he, and he 
he's just such a gem. His biggest concern is does this kid have a mental disability? Not because he's judgmental, but because he's honest to God concerned, like great human being, right? Like yeah. he's not like like his biggest concern isn't you know, oh, you fucked with me for fucking 20 or 30 years and now you're showing up. His biggest concern is, or do you want money? What the fuck are you, why are you here in my life again, bitch? His, his biggest concern is, you know, is, is my, is my, is my kid a normal kid? Like, like, or does he have the same struggles I have? I just like in this day and age, do they let Forrest raise this kid? Oh, I'm sure. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna say. Well, no, I'm not gonna say Dude, it on the podcast. Fuck, I I fucking let Forrest raise my kid. The guy's a winner. <laughs> like everything he does, he win. He he wins races. He's the fastest runner. He's a war hero. He's a he's he also a runs into gunfire. He he successfully runs like the the biggest fishing business in all of America. He jumped like, off the side of his own boat while it was driving. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, he, Jenny! Like, Jenny! He lives with a man awesome, with no legs. Man. Like, there, in, you would never in a million years not want to be friends with Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is True. the coolest guy in the world. If he was your neighbor, you'd hang out with him every day. Oh. All right. Just like this movie, like, how did this movie get made? Like, like mentally handicapped man runs across America for 15 years and then, like, and then loves this chick who bangs dudes and listens to Jimi Hendrix. Like, how does so this when, get made into a movie? You know, it's really so. Cool. When I when when I was in high school, I had a buddy who was the most uncommitted human being alive. Like, literally, didn't commit to doing anything ever. Everything he did was like the uh, like you know the minimum amount. And the only thing I saw this guy commit to of all of high school was somehow he got a hold of the Forrest Gump book and fucking demolished it in like a day and a half. Like he was like, this is the greatest book in the universe. And then they made the movie after and he was in heaven. I was like, oh, Forrest Gump, I can't believe they're making the movie. This is the best. He would not stop talking about how it was the best book ever made. And so I got a thing from this one guy that never ran a book in his life, never did anything, never committed to anything. It must have been a great book. You know what's funny though? Like Tom Hanks did an interview uh, about that movie recently, and they were like, "Where did you come up with like that character and that intonation, all that?" And he goes, "The young Forrest that played him talked like that." And he was telling me that, or he was telling me, yeah, because I was hanging out with Tom Hanks in the interview. <laughs> he was telling the audience, me via the TV, that he would like keep a notebook and write these sayings down that this kid was saying. And the kid was just like, well, I guess we're going to just go over here now. Like this kid just was literally like that kid grows up, never does another movie, keeps his four scumps millions, goes to Iraq as an infantryman twice. Just like, you know what? I think I'm going to sign up to get shot at. That sounds like a good idea. So basically kid for scum is real for scum. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. That's actually that's actually bloody fantastic. What and is you know what? Forrest Gump? I don't. I don't. Where a kid with the braces I, on his legs, Jenna. Yeah. Run, Forrest, I, run! I, I would love to come back to this topic. I I don't think now is the right time, but at some point we should look 
this guy up and, and check out what he's done in life and yeah. talk about it. Cause that sounds like a very, very interesting story. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so then let's move on to our last, uh, oh. segment. Hey, you're going to, you're going to interrupt again. <laughs> Is that what you're going to do? Do you want to go back? So are, are we going to have another <laughs> Noah? Another long rewind another, with Noah? Another Noah interrupting session? Okay, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> this was going to be a shorter one, and we just hit 56 minutes. Well, we have to do this last segment. This is Kay. the one I've been waiting for all night. Okay, so we'll do a quick one. Ed- King Edward Longshanks from Braveheart. Yeah, oh, that's not what I was Huge shitbag. Yeah. Yeah. Huge shit, shit bag. Okay. Yeah. Eric's been waiting Monster for this one. Shit bag. You've been waiting Villains. for this one. We're going to do it. Villains you agree with. So this is a topic where we've got a villain who is motivated. They have a purpose. They're driven. And you're watching it and you're like, fuck yeah. I don't, Sign me up. Or at least I don't disagree with this. So, uh, you got one right off the cuff. Bane. Bane. Bane from? Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Right. No, so, wait. So Dark you Knight w- Rises. You want Bane to blow up Gotham? I I like Bane because he is... It, it's not about him blowing up Gotham. It's about changing the way people see Gotham. But he was going to do that. Oh, he was going to do it. He absolutely did. Yeah. You know, he blew up he the football stadium. Though. He you did know? not blow up Gotham. No, but for he him, blew up a football field. It was about the introduction of anarchy to overthrow a system that was broken. And if you're listening, FBI, I am not a terrorist, mm-hmm. nor do I have any terrorist leanings. I believe in due process. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that interlude. Well, no, you know, somebody's listening. <coughs> well, yeah, we we know that. Well, yeah, we have we have a listening. bunch of people. We had like uh, ten thousand people listening. No, I mean like the ten thousand. <laughs> There's somebody in Virginia somewhere going, "Oh, we got a hit. Let's find this guy." Uh, well, what if, what if, what about like when you have probably all kind of the benevolent, the benevolent built like okay, so what one right off the cuff that's easy is like technically in any heist movie they're the villain, like Italian Job, um, Fast and the Furious, yeah. Fast and the Furious, yeah, uh, Ocean's Eleven, you know, Ocean's Footloose. Eleven and Twelve and Thirteen, like they're they're villains, they're thieves, they're stealing, yeah. yeah. But you're on you're on their team, right? Like you want them to win. I mean, I don't I don't know if that even counts because in those movies they're the good guy and the guy getting robbed is the bad guy or is the antagonist, so, which is hilarious. So my my pick which is next in line here kind of falls into that. Uh, I went with uh, the movie law abiding citizen with um, uh, Gerard Butler. He, have you seen that? Oh, that's a, that's an awesome movie. I mean, uh, the, the only thing I didn't like about that movie was they kind of flip it at the end that see that that's that's where i'm pulling this from because when he's like i want i want him starts to win. off he's he's not the villain he is actually he's um a good uh, a good guy he's a good guy and he his wife and daughter get killed by this guy and so the guy doesn't get the death sentence he gets 
you know, goes to jail or whatever and, you know, gets out on good behavior. And he's like, well, this is bullshit. And so then he gets the guy and slowly kills him. And then he starts going after all the people that, uh, you know, failed him and ends up, <coughs> they, end, they end up making him the bad guy. And so kind of three quarters through the movie, you're you're viewing this and you're like oh wait a minute this movie is trying to tell me that he is the bad guy and, but you don't feel like he is but you, you don't you feel still, like he is and then you're, you're still like, on his team and you're like i'm okay with this, this guy like blowing up city hall i'm okay with that like you know you guys failed him you know you had a guy that was a law-abiding citizen you know his his wife and daughter were killed and you guys failed him so that 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 was my take. Law-abiding citizen, Gerard Butler. Yeah, yeah. Like at the end, Jamie Foxx is, you know, comes out like he's the good guy, but really, you want Gerard Butler to win. That's right. One man's terrorist yeah. is another man's freedom fighter. Speaking of one man's terrorist being another man's freedom fighter, uh, the villain that I agree with uh, is Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> so. So let me describe the plot of Star Wars to you from a different point of view. I've um, I've heard this where you're going, Elliot, and just just so you know, I I fucking love it. And then I've heard also takes on this from like a union perspective, like all the jobs, all the like all the people building the Death Star and like they're just like normal guys doing construction workers and welders and yeah. Anyways, go ahead. It's it's a it's a really funny perspective, but I I so, do like it. So Star Wars is the story of an orphan boy who becomes radicalized after a military strike kills his family. He is then indoctrinated into an ancient religion, joins a band of rebel insurgents, and carries out a terrorist attack, killing three hundred thousand people and their families. Oh yeah, Tra- that's Star Wars. <laughs> that tracks. Yep, that tracks. No, it's a funny. It's 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 just a funny like Reddit thing that the Empire. It's a, it's, they, a, it's a funny hot take. Yeah, I mean when I, you think about it that way, you're like, "Oh fuck!" Like that's a bit odd. I think like when you best... think about the deaths are being uncompleted, especially in in Return of the Jedi, and there's all these guys and and like I've read like Union the Union take on it. Like there's all these welders and like. Guys, the guys that are you know cabinetry guys, like guys that go into every bedroom and install the cabinets and build the bed, this and that, the other. Install the sliders, the boo. Yeah, like all, yeah, like door installation guys, they're all dead. <laughs> like all the all those guys are dead, and it's yeah, it's this like a terrorist group of rebels, uh, you know, blow up a you know like a military installation base, killing. Hundreds of thousands of normal working class families. There you go. Well, that's why I, I, I tend to. Le- I've read things where they take each Star Wars character and they try and apply political characters to them. And so they say a lot of people think that Palpatine is like Lenin, and then Darth Vader is like Stalin because he came after Palpatine. Here we I'll go. have to look into that. You guys know who I'm talking about? Yes, like, I know who Stalin and. And Lennon. Oh, okay. yeah, yes. yeah, 
There's people our age that don't know that, so I always got a caveat that. Slightly mm. terrifying. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, Thanos is a common one that we should yeah. talk about. For, yeah, for villains that are that have a bit of a point in that. Yeah, like if you if you're a if you're like a green freak, right? Like you love the environment and you believe the world is ending any minute. Thanos is your hero. Like yep. his yeah. whole his whole goal is there's balance. not enough resources. We live in a closed system on these planets. Yep, and we need to balance everything out. And then you even have that backed up in Endgame where Captain America says, well, is it really that bad? There's there's whales again in the Hudson, like the pollution's down, you know, like how bad is it? So, which is the same thing they've said recently when with COVID, they're like, look at the air over India and all this sort of stuff. Well, there in the whole world, pollution's down 20%. Hmm. Well, there you go. With Thanos. Okay. Oh, so, um, did my, Thanos my, become a hero now? Was that? Which hey, no, hey, no, let, no, me, villain, let me villain. let me let me clarify on that comment. I don't want that to be my my hot take on that. I think that's a disturbing way to view COVID. Like to view to view uh a, you know, a worldwide pandemic that's killed hundreds of thousands of people as a positive force for the environment. Like that's that's not a positive take. That's that's Sure, it's a it's a good outcome, but it, it's not a healthy way to look at it. That's like saying, like, oh, thank goodness for all those Nazi scientists that experimented on those kids because now we have cures to shit. Like, that's not a good take. <laughs> no, that's unhealthy. Yeah, no. Bad take. No. It's yeah, a bad take. It's a it's a it's a bad take. You, you got to be ashamed of yourself if you're celebrating that. Although, yeah. I mean, if a democratic hoax leads to cleaner air, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> oh boy! I'll, 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 I'm putting my tin hat on. Here we go. Let, let, let's lighten this up a bit. Uh, the next one on on my list here is Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai. Ooh. Yeah, jo- yeah. It, specifically from Cobra Kai, not from uh, Karate, uh, Kid. Karate Kid. Um, and it, in the show, he's not really the villain, but he is villainized. Uh, I don't. I don't think Johnny's the villain. No, I think, no, he's not the villain, but he is villainized. Like, I think Larusso's the villain. Yes, I think Larusso's the villain in the show. In the like, show, but in 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 the sh- like in the show, he is villainized, right? Like he is made out to be the villain. That Cobra Kai is the villain, the bad actually, one. You know who the real villain is? Whoever the fucking hairdresser is that gave his son that Jonathan Taylor Thomas cut in fucking 2020. Yes, that is true. That's the true villain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Huge villain. Yes. Oh, man. That, that, by the way, is one of my favorite shows that's come out maybe since Stranger Things. Uh, Well, it came out before Stranger Things, I believe. Yeah, on we YouTube. just got it. We just got it late on Netflix. Yeah, we got it late on Netflix, and it's suppo- we're supposed to get a third season, but we'll see what happens. Because well, it, of COVID. it started viral on YouTube. Like they just kind of came together and did it, and it was on YouTube. Then YouTube Red, and then Netflix bought it to bring it to Netflix. Yeah. Well, it well it didn't just come together. Like there was a lot of like Will Smith is one of the producers of it. But Netflix yeah, was the original you had, you had to pay to no. get it on YouTube. 
Netflix was not the original production. It was put on. It was they were the you, first to air. Yeah, you, it was you, YouTube Red. It was YouTube Red. So like there, yeah, you, you can pay for YouTube uh, to get certain shows. I don't think Will Smith was involved then, though. Yes, he was. Was he? Yeah, right from the beginning. Him and uh, his brother-in-law, something. Well, it's oh, it's J- J- it's Pinkett really good, something. and it that's it harkens back to the mindset of people in the eighties and nineties. Like that whole like don't be a pussy thing and yeah. it's 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 really great. Like when he's like talking to that one kid who's like, oh, I have a peanut allergy and he's like, Not anymore. No one in Cobra Kai has peanut allergies. Yeah, do, like, do not bring your weakness into my dojo. <laughs> like he just he's just lost, right? Yeah. Like he's just a, a this fucking beauty from the eighties. Drinking yeah, banquets no, and yeah. yeah, he has no concept of what's going on in life, and it it works like it works really well in in a way that's just like yeah, like these these kids need this discipline, and I mean throughout the show, like are, are you guys finished that show? Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I finished it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, without without spoiling it, like throughout the show, some of his ideals kind of start to fall apart, like especially with Hawk. And and you start to see like the cr- the cracks in the pavement with like kind of that attitude of like go all out Cobra Kai right yeah. like but the flip side too. is Hawk. you start to see you start to see uh, what's what's his name the the uh, not Larusso the other guy what's his character's John, name Johnny Lawrence yeah you start to see Johnny Lawrence change Cobra Kai's or at least attempt to change it to be like no like we have to have mercy it can't it can't be no mercy right and you start to see him like Johnny Lawrence starts to evolve but LaRusso never evolves no the one thing I didn't like about that show was that they kept on playing on the same scenario as where the two characters just didn't quite meet in the middle and didn't know the same information yeah, the, the a whole misinformation thing where like, if they just knew that both of them were on the actually the, on the same page the whole time, yeah, and that kept on driving me nuts the whole time. Well, and that that's kind of almost like the the shit deal in that is is, is them not meeting, like is them not you know like Johnny or. Um, because they knew they LaRusso, were on the same, they were if they knew each other they were on the same team the whole time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like Johnny Lawrence isn't smart enough to put the words together to explain himself and LaRusso is too hurt from his past to give Johnny or to give um uh Johnny Lawrence the benefit of the doubt and yeah. like hear him out and have a fucking conversation with him but when you look at their scenarios where LaRusso is rich and has his life together, like you kind of weigh that and you're like, well, LaRusso should have learned these skills by now. Whereas Johnny Lawrence had no chance. He had no shot in life. Well, take us home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Noah, say your thing. I'm not even Noah. This is 90s Josh. Elliot voice of the hipster. Truck stop Aaron, how's it doing? Fuck. Can have Jimmy. You got a mouthful of nuts. <laughs>
<laughs> got, got a mouthful of nuts. I've been we, eating we, su- we, surpri- we surprised you with that ending. You were caught with a mouthful so, of nuts. I don't understand this. Fucking, it says... May peanuts. contain peanuts? says, may contain tree nuts. Yeah. Tree nuts. But here's the fucked up part. A peanut is not a tree nut. I know that. Yes. I'm allergic to tree nuts, but not to peanuts. So What? Yeah. What's a peanut? Like, like cashews, like a, like pistachios, walnut? walnuts. So yeah. basically, actually all nuts and peanuts are not actually nuts. Yeah, they are a bean. They are a bean. So, I wonder why people are allergic to peanuts. Why is peanuts killing people? Oh, it's just a... Why are any allergies killing people? another democratic hoax. We didn't hear about this shit back in the 20s. People didn't die of fucking allergies in the 20s, did they? No. No, No, they died of hemorrhoids or dysentery. Die of hemorrhoids. (laughs) I don't think they died of hemorrhoids. That was Oregon Trail. You guys are all over the fucking map. They died of in childbirth at 16. (laughs) I was was just going to say... You d- you died of old age at thirty five because <laughs> yeah. you worked fifteen hours a day just trying to be alive. Yeah, but you were also a man at like fourteen. You had to steal silverware from a French diplomat and then like fucking die in a. Les What's Mis. the plot of Lamez? <laughs> he actually died rich. He did die rich. Yeah, in a river. In a river, he was in a river. No, he died at home. Didn't he get shot in the river? No. Have you ever seen anything? <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong call. Did you not watch <laughs> the Wolverine in Broadway? Oh, man. No, never seen any Broadway. The Wolverine in Broadway, I believe he is referring to you, jacked man in the Les Miserables. <laughs> that's oh, okay. that's a funny that's a funny like religious discrepancy. Hey, so mm-hmm. for for ten thousand years, Judaism has existed. And wow. for all of that 10,000 okay. years, minus the last 100 years, yeah. being a man at 14 or at 13 made sense because, you know, you were going to be dead by the time you were 30 or 35. Well, if you're but a man now, at 13, the, Padme it, suddenly doesn't look so bad. Now, <laughs> in, the, in the last 100 years where you live to be 100 years old or like 80s, being a man at 13 all of a sudden is like, Oh, well, maybe you're not a man when you're 13. Well, you think because <laughs> you're it, gonna live, you're gonna live for 80 more years. When we were 18, 18 was kind of the time where you went to college, you got a trade, you got a job, you made yourself a man. Now it's like I know 25 year olds that are like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, now now 18 is the time where you move to New York and decide if you're going to be a part time DJ or for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it's either I'm going to go to school in Tampa Bay or play Fortnite for another year. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, Fuck. I was having kids when most people now are deciding if they want to go to college or not. Were you groomed? No, I was older than my wife. That didn't come out well. (laughs) You still are older than your wife. Were you groomed? No, I was older than my wife. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, see you later. Good night, guys. Yeah, cut it. <laughs>